Most people don't know what's holding them back, but you do because you listen to me, Sam, your self-care guru and journal junkie. Welcome to Journal Entries, your safe place where you can tune in weekly to get tips, tricks, and journal prompts to uncover your feelings, gain clarity, and make your move. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's journal entry. I don't know if you can tell, but I have this smile plastered on my face because I finished a journal this week. I finished one. I used to start journals all the time. I I had so many because I thought starting a new one would inspire me, but it never inspired me to like keep going and to keep writing in them. Now it started off with, you know, affirmations or gratitude, and then eventually it would die down. So actually finishing a journal is newer to me. This is the second journal that I have finished. And last week, I was very aware that these last pages were coming up and I was like, oh boy, it's coming. And the day that these last pages were up, I felt pressure to have like a really good journal entry to have this like aha moment or to, or to recap you know, what I experienced in this journal. So to do that, I just flipped through my journal, which I have right here with me. And I'm not going to bore you. Probably wouldn't be too boring, actually. I'm not going to bore you, though, with the actual entries. But on today's episode, I am going to share with you the main takeaways, like what I put on the last page of my journal, because it is crazy how much I've grown since starting this journal, which my first entry was November 17th. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So my first entries, there was a lot of stress around Griffin and the sleep schedule and anxiety with him going to visit his dad and his sleep schedule getting fucked up again. (laughs) That was a lot of it. Um, Anyways, I'll jump, I'll jump to my takeaways and we'll, we'll touch on things. So um, the first takeaway that I had of my whole experience throughout this journal, which November was seven months ago, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June seven months. And yes, I still count with my fingers. (laughs) Within seven months, I first wrote that I liked that I allowed myself to become vulnerable and honest with how I feel. And also that I didn't judge myself for re-experiencing emotions. I don't know if you ever feel like you should be over it, like over something. But I think that healing is never linear. It's cyclical and you re-feel things. I mean, even if your story isn't the same as mine, we go through situations that bring up past feelings or uh, memories that make us feel a certain way. And I think it's okay to experience that. There's never a point in time where you should be fully 
healed or feel fully resolved in that area, it's okay to feel it again, process it again and move on. And I allowed myself, I, I used to judge myself for that thinking, why am I not over this already? Why am I still letting this person or this situation or this thought in my head, like still stick with me? But I allowed myself to feel it and then process it in my journal and move on. And I think that through that, I actually, through feeling it more often without judgment or guilt or any sort of negative feeling, I was able to move through it quicker. So that just felt really good. And I was really proud of myself for allowing myself to feel whatever it is that I felt, no matter how petty it may have felt sometimes or judgmental. That's what I love about journaling is no one reads it. So, and I rarely even read it over. Like I read through some of these entries for this last journal entry on my last few pages, but I rarely even go back. So I can be as like petty and judgmental and whatever. And I always like get over it, but it just feels good to like let it out. Okay, next was I started a new business, you guys. So I launched this podcast on Halloween. So this journal started shortly after that, a couple weeks after. And so at the beginning of this journal, I wrote that I had in the first entry, I wrote, I had my first client call and that I was really excited and how I wanted to really provide so much value for her. And now by the end of the journal, I have three private clients. I am thinking of creating a mini mind. I have not announced that publicly yet. So if you're listening, you heard it here first. Um, I have a five-day challenge that just enrolled its 13th member. <laughs> I wrote this. I'm running a second business during one of the most difficult seasons of my life. I'll look back at this time and be proud. I think currently I go through phases where I think I'm crazy for helping others potentially starting a business and a speaking portion of my business all while sometimes struggling, which that's really raw and real for me to share. But I also think that that's why it's like the perfect time to be helping others through this, because while I'm not healed and perfect in all areas and never will be, I am open to working on myself and then sharing that with others. And that's what fuels me and fulfills me. And I love that. And I did get the feedback once that a lot of people, when they're struggling, they kind of go into a cocoon and you don't hear from them or see them. And then sometimes they emerge and then they have this course or a program or whatever that they launch, but like you didn't experience it. And from the beginning, I have shared my journaling and I've shared with you, you know, my struggles and divorce and, and all of that. So while it sometimes seems like a little too vulnerable, like maybe I shouldn't be sharing this. I do think that hopefully, I guess it's my hope that it is inspiring that I'm also going through things at the same time. Another point that I made on my last journal entry or in my last journal entry, I had to address my ex just because he did pop up in 
multiple entries. And I wrote my ex, so much growth. I'm sure there will be things that quote unquote throw me in the future, but I was so invested in his actions. I'll continue to process how I feel about things that he does or says, but I move through them so much quicker now. I don't feel connected to or responsible for his life in any way. It feels freeing. I am free. Oh, I like get the chills reading that. And now I'm tearing up. <laughs> I struggle. Duh, I should say struggled. <laughs> um, with people pleasing. And I think it, I think I, I went through that with a lot of people in my life, but it was just easiest to focus all of that energy on one person. And that was my ex. And so reading that and truly feeling that, like I have felt like I've gained strength throughout, like it's been almost two years since he's left. It just, I was thinking of another story in my head that I'll share with you after this, but it's been almost two years since he's left and I've gained strength this whole time, but like just writing that, I really was like, oh, like finally I like am my own person. And I don't, I don't, I used to feel bad still for saying certain things if I was standing up for myself and whatnot. And even reading past journal entries, I was, I remember, I don't know if I can find one super fast. Let's see. Oh yeah. So like one of these entries, I saw that my ex untagged all of the photos that I tagged him in on Instagram. And so that was a whole thing. That was one of my whole journal entries. And I remember in that moment that really threw me. And so now I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> it's just, I just feel like I can brush it off more. And again, I'm sure that things will happen, right? That I'm going to be like, wow, I need to journal through this for sure. But I just feel like in such a good like space emotionally with who I am, what I want, um, what I can control in this dynamic that I have with Griffin and his dad. And it just feels really good. So there's that. And the story that I, that popped into my head was I'm looking at the calendar, which at the time of this recording, it is June and June of two years ago was when my ex and I went to visit his family in Delaware. And I remember it kind of being like my last straw moment. He didn't know this, but in my mind, it was my last straw moment where I was just like grasping onto anything of like, please convince me that I should stay, that like, that you will make this worth it and like, listen to me and make me feel heard and understood and like, stop being so selfish and all of these things. And on the way home, uh, well, actually the night before we left, I broke down into tears silently. He did not know that. I don't think, yeah, no, he didn't know that I was crying. It was like, as we were going to bed, um, because I think that I knew at that time that like, I didn't know that it, it, it wasn't going to work. And on the way home, 
so awkward, (laughs) but I said, so one of the things that was kept coming up in our relationship was he did not want to live by a lake. He wanted to live by the ocean. And so I said, have you, would you ever consider like splitting up and you go live by the ocean and I stay here? since I'm clearly happy here and you don't want to be here. And he got super pissed, but that was like my last idea of like, how can this work? Um, But yeah, and I didn't tell him that I was leaving until like a month later, but still. Anyways, I digress. The last note that I have was I thought that maybe I had quote unquote fall in love within these pages, which I didn't do, but I got clear on the type of person that I want to be with and was able to test out speaking up for myself. And by that, I meant that I had a lot of journal, and I shouldn't say a lot of journal entries, but a few journal entries about guys that I went out on dates with. And I truly feel like none of them worked out, obviously, but I, from every single guy, I took a note of like, okay, I like this about them. This is something that I want in a future partner, but I didn't enjoy this about them. And with a couple of them, I was able to speak up for myself, which I don't know, some of the conversations that I had with these people, it's like, I just don't, it's a little too soon to be having a conversation like this (laughs) anyways but I did it I I did it and I stood up for myself and so that felt really good and I remember texting my friend Ashley being like I don't know what to say in this situation and she was like you could like not say anything and just ghost because that's what a lot of people do or use this as an opportunity to practice and to like speak up and I was like okay like what's the worst that's gonna happen so I did and That was really big for me because ghosting is so much easier and feels so good sometimes, (laughs) but speaking up and, you know, saying what was actually on my mind and backing it up was really, really cool. A good experience. So that was the recap of my seven month journaling experience. I do have my next journal. It is a journal that I picked up when I was in Maine in February. So I'm excited to start that and see and just seeing how much growth I've had in the past seven months. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't even, I can't, I don't even, can't even imagine what's going to happen in the next seven months. But I just want to take this time to thank you for being on this journey with me and being open to listening and I hope that through what I share, you are able to find some sort of inspiration or hope or that someday maybe we could work together in any of any capacity. So thank you so much. I appreciate you and I will see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's journal entry. I love connecting with my listeners, so make sure you screenshot this episode and tag me on Instagram at samantha.s.says so I know you're listening. And don't forget to grab your free training and journal prompts at www.samanthapenkoff.com forward slash podcast.